Welcome to Opinionated, the podcast for opinionated people by opinionated people. I am Amy Williamson, and I am joined here with Stephen Trajanovsky. I am sorry if you've obviously I added in the audio beforehand. Stephen called his dad to wish him happy birthday. Yeah, so I and called. Stephen, tell us how it went. Well, I called. I just said happy birthday. How was your day? And he goes, Oh, not good. It's his sixtieth, mind you, so it's a big deal. Um, and he goes, Oh, not good. The fridge broke today. <laughs> well, dads, the fridge breaks. The whole world melts down. And I'm like, Well, okay, let's fix it. And he's like, Yeah, I had to wait for the fridge man to come, and then. The <laughs> Couldn't fix it. It was just a huge debacle. And my job, like, I need to hang up this phone because I have a podcast <laughs> to record. So, um, yeah, sixty with no fridge. Oh my god, I have the ugliest um like laugh when I really lose it, and I'm sorry for everyone who just had to hear that in your morning earpieces. Yes, but we're also mainly because we're recording at my house tonight, mm-hmm. which is the first time recording at my house. It is. Um, and at Amy's house, we normally get treated to a bag of ham. Okay, <laughs> I ate a bag of ham once uh, when I was recording, and, and now Stephen has just we're recording at his house. For one time, and he decides to turn up with a bottle of champagne. What? Okay? Turn up? I always have champagne. No, I mean like you know, like turn up, like turn getting up. turned up. Turn up for what? <laughs> but like he's he's definitely showing off. I opened the door and he had a face mask and his Fendi sweater with his hairy UGG boots and a bottle of champagne. Yeah, but and you know what? That's how I live. <laughs> this is how I live. <laughs> Life must be so hard for you. It really is. Um, did I tell you? So do you remember a few weeks ago on episode Husband Finding uh-huh. um, when I told you I had this like mad crush on this like 20-year-old football player? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he was the one with the red, red hair. hair. And I couldn't explain why, but I just had this like I'm borderline obsessed with him. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he came into my work. Oh, my God. But here's where it's, it was the one flipping day I wasn't at work. Oh no! And I work every day, guys. Like literally all the time. And then the one day I'm not there, and he happens to walk in. What a disaster! At least, did your fridge still work? Because if (laughs) the fridge didn't work, that'll be a recipe. My fridge still works. Oh well, thank God. Baker (laughs) came into my work on the one day that I wasn't there, and my people I work with don't follow football. No. Um, and for some reason, the guy that um served him, Harlem, decided that he would Google him after because he's like, your face looks familiar. Where'd I know you from? Mm-hmm. Um, Harlem doesn't watch football, so that's just a mad coincidence. And he Googled him and he's like, oh, he's a football player. And he posted it in like the work group. And I was like, 
Um, he's a friend of the pod. He's a friend the, of the pod. He's a friend of the pod. He heard on the pod. He should be a friend of me. Yeah, I'm gonna go become a friend of Amy's. Yeah. Um. Anyways, as we were just saying, we are at Stephen's house. You live a very, very comfortable lifestyle, yes, well, Stephen. You're very well kept because I know that that big Grecian sta- um, statue behind you was not. You did not come with that. <laughs> no, that's um, that's Pan. Um, it took half a Samoan football team to get it in here because it is <laughs> so heavy. It's like five tons. Uh, that's from David Bromley's gallery. Oh, yeah, I was just there the other week. Yes. Love David Bromley's gallery. Yes, absolutely. But no, okay, my week's actually been Paul's away. Mm-hmm. And every Do you struggle single, when Paul's away? I really, everything bad happens when Paul goes away. Mm-hmm. I always get sick. Every single time I get sick. You've said that though before. Yeah, every time Paul goes away, for some reason I get sick. It's almost like I got the Madi. Someone's the giving the, the evil eye. Is that, is that how you say it? Yeah, I've got one hanging up there. Oh, is that the thing that's hanging in the doorway? Yes, so with the evil eye. Oh, God. If, if, get you, away were, those if you were evil tall spirits. and you walked in here, that would you'd take, you'd take your evil eye out of that one. <laughs> We'll post a photo on the pod. Mm. Yeah, we always um, say that we never do. We never do. I'm in charge of the pod Instagram as well. I'm pretty slack I'm, with it. Are uh, you? Are you I just post lots of memes? Just, just nothing. Memes. Nothing that makes sense to do with the pod. Yeah, but that's okay. But no, everything always happens. Everything goes wrong when Paul goes away. Yeah, a couple of years ago, um, the electricity. Do you remember this? <laughs> what do you mean? No, I got home. And um, the, we were in a blackout. And I mm-hmm. thought, okay, it's a blackout. That's fine. A couple of hours later, um, I noticed that all my neighbours have electricity, but I do not. <laughs> so then I call to Paul. We decided, we came to the conclusion that, oh, the electricity has been switched off. Because I actually didn't know you had to pay for it. <gasps> I went from living with my parents <laughs> to living with Paul, who is so beautiful and has his shit together. If Paul was straight, I'd be on that. Paul has his shit together. Yeah, I Paul wish. knows what he's yeah. doing in life. He's so good. And here we are doing a podcast. If we were in like Survivor, I like I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty okay with that sort of stuff. If we were in Survivor, you'd be voted out first. Oh I can't I would leave the charge to have you voted out. I'd evict you from that island. But I don't think it's uncommon. A lot of people don't know how like to adopt. This is really you you don't teach things at school. Like they teach me long division. So you don't don't teach that you have to pay an electricity bill. Well they don't teach you how to be an adult. I do feel like you just know. Do you remember, uh, this is really off topic, but I just mentioned Survivor, so I've thought about it. Yeah. Do you remember when we used to have this substitute teacher called <laughs> Mrs. Preacher? Good morning, gorgeous creatures. <laughs> yes, she'd start every day with good morning, gorgeous creatures. And before you'd be waiting to go to recess, she'd like sit there and she had the longest oh fingers. God, yes, and she'd be pointing at him and go, you are evicted from the big brother house. Please leave. And then you'd like wait and you'd be sitting there, oh, can she just evict me from the big brother house? But I just want to go eat my sandwich. Yeah, but she used to do it in the order of the role and we were always at the very yeah, bottom. Yeah, I know. Trajanovsky and Williamson. We were always at the very up. bottom. Although it was fun though because we always got to go do school productions together. Yeah, true. And we were very extra. We were, we did the Pink Panther together. Yeah, and do you remember... Um, Abba? Do you remember when we had to, I had a singing part and it was to the song, we be cool, we be smart. And you know, the song ended and I thought there was another verse. Everyone's be, quiet and all you uh, hear is me go, we be... Oh. <laughs> I remember. We be. Oh. oh, we need to find the footage to that. Sure, we should. Got it. Oh, 
If I don't, I can. I will. Jan Black. Jan Black. Jan Black. Friend of the pod. She is my best friend, Lauren's. Um, Lauren, by the way, who just got engaged. Congrats, congratulations, Lauren. Lauren. Lauren's my best friend who lives in London, but her mother is the most divine woman, and she literally has everything. So if if I can't find it, I'll uh-huh. go visit the. Uh, I'll go visit Jan. Yeah, Jan Black was the office lady at school as well. So even my mum would I'd say, "Oh, Lauren, you know Lauren, mm. Jan Black's daughter." She's like, "Oh yes, everybody, the office lady. everybody loves you." The Black. office lady. Um, sorry, we got back to Paul and you. you being horrible at life That's so how do you do you cook though no so well, how do you eat i can cook and i have cooked before okay well, um, what have you cooked like migraine noodles <laughs> <laughs> no so i put do. a packet of noodles i can do water. like a good stir fry and i can do like a chicken schnitzel and can things you? like that yeah absolutely oh, well, can you cook me dinner next time i'm here okay deal i'll do it okay um but so what have you been eating this week um I know what you've been eating the last two nights. That's why I'm currently baiting you to tell everyone. Admit I love it. a good halal snack. He has had a halal snack pack for like the last three nights in a row for dinner. I love halal snack packs. They're fantastic. They're brilliant. <laughs> what? That's quite insulting, Amy. Halal <laughs> snack packs are a gift. <laughs> What's wrong with a halal snack pack every now and then? There's a <laughs> or every night a for three nights pack. straight. A halal snack pack is like something you have when you're like on your way home and you're like absolutely munted mm. and you have it because you know full well that when you wake up the next morning you're going to be a thousand times better i have i don't eat carbs anymore and i can tell you the one thing that i do crave is a halal snack pack oh, i love a good halal snack pack and i'm just waiting for the night that i get so blind drunk that i allow myself to eat a carbohydrate and that will be a hsv yeah okay great so it just means you see we're just gonna get me really drunk one night so we can have hsvs together we've got a birthday we've got a birthday this weekend yeah, but you've got to work the next day so that's not as fun yeah. you're probably gonna be sensible aren't you oh it's fine it's fine let's do it hello snack packs are forever honey <laughs> pauline right now i will invite you to join me in Sydney and I will take you out for a halal snack pack out in the western suburbs of Sydney whenever you want. Not happening. Not interested in halal. Thank you. Not interested in it. I don't believe in halal certification. Okay, now Stephen um, really wants to talk about this. I think this is the most rubbish idea for a topic. No, it's brilliant. We've gone from halal snack packs to chicken nuggets. He wants to discuss chicken nuggets. I don't know anything about this. I'm just going to let you go. Yes. Now, I read an article today, and let me read you the headline. Mm -hmm. Battle of the Nuggets. Experts put McDonald's, Hungry Jack's, and store-bought homemade chicken nuggets to the test. Which one came out on top? What's your favourite chicken nugget? I'm not... Okay, I don't... You know how, like, chicken nuggets are, like, almost like a fad thing? Like, people are like, if, oh, if the guy doesn't like chicken nuggets, don't date him. <laughs> don't have that sort of negative energy in your life. I'm not a chicken nugget person. I'm a big chicken Just give me person. a whole rotisserie chicken instead. <laughs> 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 but if I had to have a chicken nugget, I'd probably just say McDonald's. McDonald's? No, they're a bit dry. No, see, so do you know what I'm doing nowadays? Because I, I like, I get... I, don't, I sound like a wanker. I don't even but it's but, really temporary. You're on a very strict diet. No, this, this is for the rest day. of my life. You're not going to eat carbs for the rest of your life. You eat some degree of carb, but you don't really... Like, I wouldn't eat bread. Who's doing this diet? I want to know one person who, like, did Courtney it. Courtney Kardashian. Yeah, she's pretty fit. There you go. Um. Anyway, so, like, if I really crave something, um, I... You're getting distracted by the block, are you? No, there was just some man walking down the road, and somebody put... A like a, a milkman cart over his head. Where have you been? Have you been not been watching the news? No, what was that about? Hey, 
apparently this guy in Sydney went Jack's crackers and stabbed this woman in the back and then slit another woman's throat. <gasps> this is a big deal. And that was him with the crate on his head? Yes, it was in Sydney. Why was he just walking down the street like he, he was having a walking, jolly good time? These, no, these, he was walking weirdly, though. This guy was holding... You, what you saw was this guy holding a chair and a crate in his hands because these public, like, civilians put him under, like, civilian yeah, arrest. Yeah, but did you just see like, him walking beforehand? He was, like, like, walking with, like... Do you remember on that episode of The Simpsons when Bart Simpson gets, like, those big shoes? Because um, he needs, like, the orthopedic shoes and he gets the glasses and he, like, walks down and, like, struts down the street. Like, you can tell by the way I use my walking <laughs> Like me with those Balenciaga shoes that I've got. Yeah, those that's the way buttons. he was walking. Um, Sorry, what the hell are we on about? Chicken nuggets. Are we... <laughs> Yeah, no, sorry, my snack. I've been going and getting a chicken and cheeseburger from McDonald's just for oh, no Oh, they're delicious. That's and one I'm, big nugget. Yeah, I've been essentially eating a big slice of nugget with mm. a bit of cheese yeah. and some mayonnaise on it. Great. I love a chicken and cheeseburger. Yeah. But no, my favourite chicken nuggets have got to be Hungry Jacks. They're juicy, they're moist, they're oh, everything. I feel like I don't want to... Li- if I was a listener to this podcast, I would have just turned off after you said juicy and moist. A juicy, moist chicken nugget. <laughs> I know, no, there's no, every female hates the word moist. Yeah, do you think? It's disgust. I'm not really that opposed to it. My word is panties. Yuck. If a guy Yuck. ever said to me, take off your panties, I'd be Ew. like, no, I'm actually now going to put more clothing on. <laughs> I'm going to double up. I'm putting yeah. another pair of I'm going to put my, my, ski, my ski wear on. You got your ski jumpsuit? Flip it on. You know, I hate that. I'd sleep in a sleeping bag. I hate it. No, no yuck. Thank you, next. <laughs> The library is open. I don't read people. Of course you don't, Tara, because you're Christian. How do you know what's good for me? That's my opinion! Okay, now, Stephen, let's get to our first um, what's your opinion topic. Now, I have this story of this woman, Susan, from Canada. Um, So, Susan from Canada, I could think of nothing worse to begin with, having to tell all the guests at your wedding that your wedding was cancelled, right? Oh, absolutely. Well, Susan, that's, that's actually really embarrassing. I feel well, really for her. Unless you're Susan from Canada, who had to e- who emailed all of her guests telling her that her wedding was cancelled. Susan had to cancel her wedding because she asked her guests to fork out fifteen hundred dollars each for the wedding. Oh my god! She wait. wanted her guests to pay for her wedding. Oh no! So then she decided when when <laughs> when people refused, she then sent out a group email, and this is how it so it starts with dear friends. It comes with great sadness that I am announcing the cancellation of the wedding. I apologise for cancelling only four days beforehand. Oh, no. Hang on, we... Valentino. Valentino. What is this nonsense? He's also very upset by Susan cancelling the wedding, obviously. What is this nonsense, Valentino? This is the last time we recorded with a dog in the room. Mm-hmm. Carry on, Susan. Then she says, unfortunately... Brackets, her fiance. Let's just call him Paul. Actually, no, that's yours. No, don't um, say no, Paul. I didn't, I, that was just a random name that I picked. And let's say Gary. Gary. I don't, um, know. So, I don't know Gary. Sorry, Paul. Um, unfortunately, Gary and I have broken up due to some recent and irreparable problems. Use your words. <laughs> Sound it out. <laughs> we have decided to end our relationship and will not go forth with any future proceedings. The issue was a cash flow problem with guests refusing to sum up hundreds of pounds to bankroll her exclusive day. Now, this is obviously um, published on a UK uh, website. That's why it's in pounds. Yeah. She continues, I specifically, I mean specifically, asked for cash gifts. How could we have our wedding that we dreamed of without proper funding? Oh, you're already a nightmare. 
She said, we'd sacrificed so much and only asked each guest for around $1,500. My maid of honour pledged $5,000 along with her planning services. We tearfully thanked and accepted. My ex's family offered to contribute $3,000. Frankly, we're amazed any person coughed up, never mind eight. So our request of $1,500 for all other guests was not fucking out of the ordinary like we made it clear. If you couldn't contribute, you weren't invited to our exclusive wedding. It's a once-in-a-lifetime party. Get a hobby. Get then, a hobby. After sending out the invitations, only eight guests, only eight RSVP'd with their checks of $15,000. We were fucking livid. Did you say $15,000? 15, $1,500. $1,500. Okay, can I just say that what, I, what I'm saying, this is all in the email. It sounds like it's in capital letters, am I correct? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, when her fiancé suggested a cheap and cheerful wedding in Vegas, she apparently laughed in his face. <laughs> and to add to her woes, her maid of honour then retracted her offer and did the in-laws. Eventually, her fiancé decided enough was enough and, as she discovered, called her a stuck-up bitch. Oh, I agree. I absolutely agree. And then she went and told everyone that she was backpacking in South America and she needed some of her time. And they actually... This went so viral that people wanted to know if Susan was a real person. Um, and then they found one of uh, someone who claimed to be Susan's cousin who confirmed that Susan is a real person, but also said she's grateful she only sees her once a year. Oh, I, as, I'm grateful I haven't met her before. Would... <laughs> Absolutely. Would you pay fifteen hundred dollars to go to someone's wedding? No, I wouldn't. I, no. I can't think of. I've been to um, two weddings recently that were divine. Um, friend of the pod, uh, <laughs> Lee Caridi and Danny Caridi. Oh, sorry, they both went different, names, different names, names now. That's now. it. Well, that's their their maiden names. Uh-huh. Um, but I went to both their weddings and they were divine. Mm-hmm. Um, Lee's was in Bali, and I mean, essentially, I would have said I would pay fifteen hundred dollars because I bought my flights over there. Yeah. But you know, you get something out of that. Yeah, absolutely. You get a little holiday. Danny as and well. Lee didn't say, hey, can you RSVP, RSVP with a check? Yeah, true. And they're the most divine weddings, and I don't think they'd be worth $1,500 a head. No. You, you cannot that's expect. More than, that's more than you can even spend on a yeah. wedding. You can't expect people to go out of their way. to. Mm. The wedding is about you, mm. and people should go to celebrate you. You shouldn't charge tickets. This isn't the MCG. Yes! You know what I mean? I'm not going on Ticketmaster to get bookings for my wedding. I just. <laughs> I just spent sixty. Um, I just spent fifteen hundred dollars on tickets to go to the Olympics. But I'm going to sixteen different events, and here Susan is thinking that her wedding is worthy of tickets to the Olympics. No, absolutely not. You no. cannot expect. I have an issue when, um, when brides sort of expect their brides expect their bridesmaids to fork out a significant amount of money for a bridesmaid's dress. Well, a bridesmaids do have to pay for their own dresses. I don't think that it should I... be a significant amount of money. I don't know. I don't think it should be significant because not everyone is on the same when I, when playing I get, field. I say when I get married, you know, right now it's looking pretty bleak. But if I do get married, uh-huh. I hope you know, Stephen, you'll be making all the dresses. Absolutely. Because it'd be cheaper. Yeah. For them. Sure. And I already know what to make, and I just feel like you'll make them divine. Yeah, absolutely. Also, okay. anybody out there who's getting married and needs some um, handy dr- bridesmaids dresses, don't call me. I'm so busy. <laughs> Don't call me. I hope everybody calls you. No, I have so, I'm so busy. As you, you said, Paul's away. I'm sick. The Are you busy with an eye? You're just busy. I'm just busy. B-U-S-I. Busy. <laughs> Let's get married. 
This week, I want to discuss a Gold Coast woman who had a life-changing experience in Bali, which was it was not yoga-related. Uh, of course, we're talking about Chappelle Corby. Is she from Gold Coast? Friend of the pod, yes. Oh, Chappelle Corby is a definite friend of yeah, the pod. Yeah, she's from the Gold Coast. Didn't you know that? Loves the pod. Yeah, she loves um, the pod. She rated us five stars. Well, guess what, Amy? Chappelle mm-hmm. Corby finally has something she wants to declare. I just thought she was from Perth. Sorry, I'm... <laughs> You just got I it. Missed all your lines. You got it. I'm just sitting here. I swear she was from Perth. <laughs> no, new idea reports this week that Chappelle Corby is pregnant. No, she's not. Bali drug smuggler forty two touches her Does, bump. Where is she sho- living? Hang now? on, let me read. The, let me read Sorry. it. Touches her bump while shopping for baby clothes at a it's Brisbane Kmart, after revealing she wants to start a family with prison boyfriend Ben. I want to say Panagian, Panangian, um, Ben. Yeah, um, I read that on the Daily Mail, of course, and mm-hmm. it came from New Idea. Yeah. What were you saying? I interrupted you. Um. So, oh wait. So she back home now. I thought she was living in Bali. No, no, she came back. Do you not know this? No. Oh my god, it was I. So she came back last year, I think maybe. Yep. Or the year before she came back. But the one of the funniest things, because obviously it was a media frenzy mm. when she came back to Australia. Um, it's on her Instagram. Surely you follow. She does not have an Instagram. Chappelle Corby has an Instagram account. Stop it. Yes, and it's oh my brilliant. God, does she do any influences? Like, hey guys, I'm just going to do my unboxing from Boohoo. From Boohoo, This yeah. is what I got. Uh, this is my high smile, teeth whitening. <laughs> hey guys, just wanted to show you the new... um. My new palette. This one's called Karabakan. <laughs> <laughs> bit much. This is, wasn't she a lesbian for a second as oh, well? Oh, probably. I swear oh. she became gay. Look, uh, for those of you listening who do not know who Chappelle Corby is, we do have a lot of listeners coming from America. Yeah, we do. Surprisingly, a lot yeah. from America. Uh, Chappelle Corby became an Australian household name after she was found guilty of attempting to smuggle 4.1 kilograms of marijuana from Australia to Bali. She was evicted to 20 years in, in, Indonesian, in an Indonesian jail. Say that 10 times fast. However, she, she was, was released after a Indonesian decade. Jail. One more time. She was convicted in Indonesian jail. Good girl. I've got, I've got, I talk very fast, so... Right. Uh, and now she's back in Australia. Mm-hmm. And no, I do not think she's pregnant. Okay. Just on that, I've just searched her Instagram. You're aware this is not actually Chappelle Corbin. It is. It's, it is it, her. Okay. Babe, I've been following her since she first created it. Okay. So Turn that phone around and let me just make sure. That's not her. Well, why That's not like the one. Photos. Her, because this one, her thing is... Her like bio says pretty bored, and then it's like a photo of her with like a do rag on. I'm not and following She's like that. smirking, and it's liked by Stevie. Stevie, and it's just trying to pick up at the front of this bar. And it's with her in jail. <laughs> How do you spell Chappelle Corby? S C H A. Oh, okay. Oh, that, well, that's where I've gone wrong because I did S H. You saw it was S C. Yeah, it's S C H A. Found you. She's oh, just oh my. She has a a Snapchat. Yeah, she's brilliant. Oh my god! Oh no, she's uploaded a photo of herself on the beach, and she's got like the typical white woman kitchen home decorating <laughs> dance like no one. She's she's done this in text as well, so she's edited this yeah. photo of her on the beach. Says dance like no one is watching because they're not. They're checking their phones. That's actually quite funny, oh. and that's so true. I've never heard a truer word. She's got a good rack on her. Yeah. Well, look. Okay, back to the story. I do not think she's pregnant. Absolutely not. And to make things even funnier, the day after this article went out, there was another thing which she actually put on her story on Instagram. I screenshot it. I'll find it. Um, another article comes out saying, 
precious cargo on board? Question mark. Chappelle Corby swathes her figure in billowing maxi dress during shopping trip in Brisbane amid pregnancy rumours, dot, 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 as she picks up a case of light beer. (laughs) (laughs) So why is she drinking light beer? Well, it tells me either, like, it's bullshit that she's pregnant and she's not, and she's trying to tell everyone, look, I'm not pregnant, look, I'm just buying, buying beer. Or she's like, look, beer gets me like a pot belly and obviously you guys think I'm pregnant, so maybe I should switch to light beer. That is... Yeah. I'm obsessed with stalking her now. All right, get off the Instagram. We're doing a podcast. Oh, but she keeps putting... Oh, I'm sorry. She keeps putting texts of her photos. It's wild. Yeah. Look, the whole family, though, this is an attention seeker. The entire family is. They always have... How, what does she do for a living now? How does she get an income? Well, I don't think she works. No one's going to hire Chappelle Corby. No, no one would hire Chappelle. Absolutely not. But she used to be a beautician. But I'm not calling her for a facial. Well... Although, I did hear about a good facial. They call it the Chappelle. Guaranteed to take 20 years off your life. (laughs) No? Too soon? Too much? Too much? (laughs) You're such a dad sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Although my fridge works. (laughs) But no, she's... Look, the whole family, though, attention seekers. Do you remember when Mercedes did the Ralph cover? No, she didn't. She did a cover of Ralph, and I have it right here. Do you? Uh, I do. But the funniest thing about it, okay, first of all, I'm just going to show you just what comes to mind. To me, it's a bit of a Bindi Irwin with a meth problem. (laughs) She looks very (laughs) Yeah. What's with her neck? Why is her neck? She looks like she's got like a bit of like Arnold Schwarzenegger neck. We'll post a photo on the pod. Oh, she does look like Bindi Owen with a meth problem. Bindi Owen with a meth problem. Very accurate. But I love that it, like, okay, so you remember on like a magazine, they always have so many different headlines and sometimes they merge into one mm-hmm. and you have to pause for a second and say, okay, that headline stops there and then mm-hmm. a new one starts. Well, it says, sex, drugs and Chappelle, Mercedes Corby reveals all. And then it says, how to blow up a casino. No, it doesn't. It does. It says, like, 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 like Unibomber blowing. It says how to blow up a casino, pillow fight with spunks, rock the recession. This is like 2008. And make a porno in your office. Is that Mercedes Corby saying that? No, it can't be. It has to, no, it can't be. Make a porno in your office. Which office? Karabakin. Spe- speaking of Bindi Owen on meth, I just keep thinking about that person we used to be friends with who made a porno in her shower. Fuck off. Oh my God, I forgot all about that. No. She, that, she, yeah, all I keep thinking of, so we just were friends with this girl once. She happened to make her own inappropriate video in the shit fucker, in the shower. <laughs> and she looks like Bindi Owen on meth. Shh, that was Bindi Owen on meth. <laughs> She ran away from home and the only thing she took was a portable heater. <laughs> she went to your house. I, remember. I was yeah. there. I she was ran away from home because she threw a party and there was like eight people there. All right. Let me tell this story because I was actually there. <laughs> okay. And if we get us started, I'll finish it. Okay. Let's so, change her name to Leanne. Leanne? Yeah. Such a mature name. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's do Bindi. All Bindi. Right. All right. So Bindi. Leanne, you'll get your time <laughs> So Bindi decided to have a gathering at her house and no one showed up, <laughs> I, except for me. I, I, I was there. I, was a great I came friend. late. I had something on. You went to the footy. I was at standard. Yeah. So um, after no one came, 
I think she jumped on her phone and was just like, I'm just going to invite everyone I can possibly think of. And then when you do that, the worst kind of people arrive. Yeah. Um, and it was like, it got to like 3.30 in the morning. You was you, me, um, Bindi, and then a whole bunch of these guys. And I had never met these guys no. before. They were, most of them were pretty horrendous. Yeah. Um, and then you and I lying in bed all these guys were outside drinking and having fun. And then Do you remember when Bindi, do, you, do you remember when she like went to think she's like, I need a cigarette? She like emptied She emptied the ashtray. She emptied the ashtray and was like trying to find butts and suck you on a butt. Because she's like, I need a cigarette. I need a cigarette. Uh, <laughs> no, don't. Not on my <laughs> Afghan carpet. Alright, so you and I are lying in bed, <laughs> and then she like runs in and slams the door. And was like, ah, I'm fucking leaving. Ah, like screams. <laughs> so her parents came home, obviously. No, it was her, just her dad. Her yeah. dad rocks up and she's like, I don't know how she got to this conversation. But she goes, dad, you know what? How old are we? 15? 14? Yeah. Well, 14. She goes, you know what, dad? I've had sex with eight guys. <laughs> and straight away, do you remember? I grabbed your leg. Yeah, it was amazing. And I squeezed it so hard. And I'm grabbing each other. And I'm messaging. I'm going to this. I'm messaging this. Sarah. SOS. SOS, pick up Steven as well. But then this girl, Bindi, obviously just took that as like she was coming to live with me. I didn't finish. Sorry. The conversation with the dad, which was iconic. So after I've had sex with eight guys, Mm -hmm. he goes, really? (laughs) And who are these guys? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) beep it out, beep it out. I mean, Bindi. Who are these guys, Bindi? She goes, who aren't they, Dad? There's eight of them. Oh, Valentino, you've come to cuddle me. Okay. Um, And then she goes, um, no, he says to her, well, how does that make you feel? Which is so awkward. Like awkward. Why would you say that? I think he was trying to be like. I think he didn't know what to say. Not slut shaming his daughter. Yeah, he didn't know what to say. And then she goes, "Pretty damn good." How does it? <laughs> God. How does it make you feel knowing your daughter's a dirty whore? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> and that is when you grabbed your phone and you messaged your sister and was like, "Save us." Yeah, souls. and then she just picked us up immediately. And Sarah did. Yeah, she did. God love it. Um, but she, she decided she was going to come with me. And she, the only thing she brought was a portable heater and came What? And no, I forgot all and about that. my mother. That. My mother's the kind of mother that, like, literally, I could put in, like, any, like, stray, <laughs> strangled human home. Yeah. And mom was like, it's fine. You can live here. And mum was like, I was like, mum, I don't want to live on my floor. That's so weird. Get rid of it. Mum was like, Amy, <coughs> can't st- I can't do this. I can't kick her out. So mum called her parents. like, she can stay here for a few days. And I was like, get rid of it. But I also didn't make her sleep in my bed. I made her sleep on the floor. Yeah, you did. I slept in the bed with you yes. that night. And she slept on the floor. Oh, no. Oh, Bindi. Anyway, Chappelle, is she pregnant? No. Nah. No, absolutely not. If she is, that child's in some trouble. She's got money, though. What, from what? Well, you, the law is you can't make money off a crime. Yeah. So she can't make money off this whole Bali drug smuggling fiasco. But her sister was very, very smart because she said, well, you can't pay, my, you can't pay Chappelle, but you can pay me. Mm-hmm. So her sister, every single interview that Chappelle's done, her sister's been there and her sister gets the payout. Smart. Her sister gets the Well, that's money. when Mercedes just goes, you know what? Screw you. <laughs> I'm taking all the money. Yeah. True. Okay. Go boogie boarding in Bali. Until I got high. <laughs>
I was gonna get my hair braided with Mercedes. But then I got high. I am far too many champagnes down, but we're getting to our final topic, our, the big finale, the big one. You have had a few. I'm on no, one because I'm You're on one, and I've had at least three quarters of this bottle of bourbon. <laughs> Um, but you know what? After ten year, after celebrating their ten year anniversary, Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth have called it quits after being married for less than a year. That's that depresses me. Devastating. Mm-hmm. But we saw it coming. We totally. We? I mean, he's just so normal and like she was. How do we? She's so um. Free spirited, very free, very liberal. Yeah, um, very liberal. And he was just so gosh darn supportive of that. Yeah. But Liam Hemsworth, he's, the Hemsworth brothers are the kind of ones that they want to go live in Byron Bay and go to the football on the weekend. They're big Western Bulldogs fans. That's exactly what they do. Yeah, and <laughs> all the time. But, and, and Miley Cyrus wants to get her nipples out and let yeah. her um, pits grow out, and I just feel like are they like she's too erratic and he's too yeah. Boring. Well, I think it's very, like, he's Australian. Australians yeah. are very conservative. Um, they don't like to share a lot. They like to keep things to themselves. They okay, totally but, do. You know, we're also Australian, and that is literally the opposite of us. No, but absolutely, we're super conservative compared to people overseas, in America especially. Absolutely. Liam Hemsworth is definitely more conservative. Well, and Miley Cyrus is definitely less conservative. I mean, yes, true. Absolutely. I wouldn't say I'm. Con- I wouldn't say we're conservative. Okay, well, think about like me and then like somebody from Texas. You're gonna tell me that them that I'm more conservative than somebody from Texas. Oh God, no! On a first date, I usually whip out the story about how I cut myself open on a stripper pole once. Oh my God, can you tell us that right now? We were gonna save this for another episode, but you mentioned it, so you got to finish it. <laughs> Do it. Come on. Okay, so when I was in Bali once, I was probably... Oh, God, I think I have family that listens to this spot. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, when I was about 18 years... Actually, I wasn't 18. I would have been 17 years old. I was yeah, at this nightclub in Bali. And my, I had... There were these girls. And there was, like, these strip poles in this nightclub. And girls were, like, trying to be all, like, slutty and sexy on it. And I was like, oh, my... I was like... How embarrassing. But then I was also kind of like, I'm going to do some really cool tricks on this pole. Like I was some sort of pole princess. <laughs> yeah. All I knew was that I really liked Anna Nicole Smith and she was once a stripper. So I thought, not nah, brilliant. I'll get this. Yeah. So I get up on the on this pole and I climb all the way to the top like a gymnast and I wrap my legs around and I'm like, no hands, no hands. Nailing it. And then I suddenly... <laughs> And to save myself from hitting the floor, I like grabbed the pole, and so like my crotch has banged up against this pole, <laughs> and obviously hot metal. I was wearing like denim shorts that were like jeans that had been cut, so there wasn't really a crotch in it. My um lady, my lady princess, your lady princess, um, has Princess Diana, slid up against this hot metal pole, and the friction has um caused a tear. Um, and I got down. I was still a virgin at the time. Um, because I am a respectable young lady. And I was like, oh my God. Huh? Huh? And I just remember this uh, this pain. And I was like, to the girls. And they were like, you're right. And I, was like, oh, I think I've just bruised my vagina. So I went to the toilet and I got some toilet paper. And I wiped. And there was blood everywhere. Yuck. And I thought, I've just lost my virginity to a pole. How embarrassing. Oh no. And I thought like that, would, like that was, I got my virginity gone. 
Um, and it was, a, it was at like a, a pole in Cooter. Um, anyways, and then it was, half an hour passes. I'm crying in this toilet. No, my, my sister, none of, none of my friends had come. Eventually, Emma, um, who's like the most irresponsible person in the group, came Friend and checked on me. And I, like, she was like, what's happened? And I got some toilet paper and I wiped and I showed her the blood. She went, oh! she goes, I'm going to go get your sister. And then Sarah comes in and they're both sitting there and I show them and they just start laughing. <laughs> and then they were like, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, like, it's fine. I just put some toilet paper in my underwear because I didn't want to look like I had my period. Mm-hmm. And I went out and they were like, what are we going to do? And I was like, I want to go out. I'm going to party. Let's get drinks. And I'm trying to like sit down, but I'm almost like arching my back. Like, oh, I'm trying to like, and as I'm sitting, I'm going, like, that's how painful it was. I love that you broke your vagina yet still partied on. And well, I tried to. And then one of the, one of the girls turns around and she went, Amy, I think you need to go to the hospital. <laughs> She's a good friend. So there we are. There's eight friends. Oh, Valentino. Sorry, Stephen's dog has literally just knocked the microphone out of my hand. He's um, so over the top it's tonight. Fine. Um, so there's, there's, we get a taxi and there's me in the front seat. I've got my legs on the dashboard, like <laughs> spread legged. There's eight girls climbed to the back of the taxi. We go to the hospital. They put my legs in stirrups. All the girls are like looking in. And because I put that tissue, that toilet paper in my underwear to stop it, the bleeding hitting my shorts, the cut had almost, so I had a little cut on my vagina and the cut had almost infused in that, like the paper had oh, been like no. in. So I had to rip it open again and pick the, the tissue paper out. Oh no. And then they were like, so it's going to be $600 for you to get stitches. I was like, you are not putting a stitch down there. So instead I had to have bed rest for three days and my sister had to apply cream to my vagina. <laughs> And I remember when I got home the first, the worst thing I ever had to do was pee because it's like there's acid in pee. Yeah. So it was like I was essentially pouring acid into an open cut. Well, speaking of breaking your vagina on a pole, I remember two years later we revisited this nightclub. Mm -hmm. No, not with you actually. This night was with me and Tamlin, Mm -hmm. another friend of the pod. And I pointed out the pole. And I said, this is the pole where Amy broke her vagina. Mm-hmm. At, it was the bounty. Yep. Yeah. No, it was engine room. Oh. Well, that just ruined the story. <laughs> because I did not break my vagina. I split my chest open <gasps> on a pole at the bounty. Yeah, see, and it's, it's dangerous. But yeah. you know, I whip that that story. It usually comes out. like I've, t- I've told it twice on a first date. Yeah. And it's, wor- it's successful each it's time. A great, it's a great joke. It's a, at, joke. The t- at the time, I was really embarrassed. And I said to my friends, like, you swear to secrecy, you're never going to tell anyone. <laughs> and the girls are laughing. They're like, oh, I'm telling you this at your 21st. I was like, no, you're not. It's so embarrassing. And now I'm like... I love it. Did we tell that at your 21st? I don't remember. Um, I don't know, but I usually tell anyone who's willing to listen. Well, my story... Just so in case anyone wants to know that um, it's all good down there and it's all functioning and... Good to know, Del. Mm. Good to know. Well, I was horrifically sunburnt. The most sunburnt I've ever been mm. in my life. And I had to stay in bed for an entire day because I had heat stroke. It was yep. horrendous. And I read online that coconut oil was really great for skin, uh, for skin burn. <laughs> so I lathered myself in skin and um I'm just imagining oil. you like this oily little lizard I was sneaking the, into the bounty. Yeah, yeah. To no, go on a strip of oil. No, so I lathered myself in coconut oil. I got oh, fresh wow. coconut, I got coconut cream. Oh, so you were really all out with the coconut. I was a massive curry. <laughs> <laughs> I would have smothered myself in coconut mm-hmm. rice if I could find it. But I went to sleep and then I woke up and guess what? What? Sunburn was gone. And I really? had a beautiful tan and I was radiating. It was amazing. 
if anyone ever gets sunburned. How is that? How is that that tied into my story about a vagina? Well, wait for it. Okay. So I thought, okay, I'm all, I'm all good to go. Let's go to the bounty. So I went to the bounty and I pointed out what I thought was the pole that you broke your vagina on. Mm-hmm. Now I find out that it's not. It's just not. another sad pole. And I had been doing pole dancing lessons. Oh, okay. So you were actually trained. I was just yeah. 17 and cocky. So I said, I'm going to give everyone a show. So I'm, <laughs> I yeah, I'm up and or down. Splits in the air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I slid down. When I That's slid you. down, I didn't realize that the coconut oil and the sunburn had made my skin so delicate, it ripped the skin off my chest. Oh my God. It was not cool. It was not cute. It was awful. Yeah. Horrendous. Can you imagine that in your lady princess? I don't I know. know I'm calling her for well, lady princess. Speaking of lady princess, can we get back to Miley Cyrus? Yeah, please? she is a lady princess. Lady princess. Um, look, did you know how they met? They met on the... Yeah, the last song. The, um, was it the last song? It's what's called. Oh, I thought it was the Hannah Montana movie. (laughs) 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 I thought it was the Hannah Montana. What did you think that he played Jackson? I thought he was the other guy. No, that hunky boy with the blonde hair that rides the horse. That is not Liam Hemsworth. That's Liam Hemsworth. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I'm looking it up right now. Okay, all right, Stephen. What are you going to do if you're wrong? Because I know you're wrong. Hannah Montana movie cast babe it's gotta be him i can almost i will swear oh my god to god it's not him i know it's not him i've I've watched the hannah montana movie once every like three months no it absolutely is him no it's not dull how are you still sticking with this here is the flyer for the last song yeah i know them but i thought he was also in hannah montana movie no. Cast. He's, he, that kid's got blonde hair. Who the f- I know who you're thinking about. You're thinking about the dreamy boy. Uh, Lucas Till. Lucas Till. Travis Brody, that's who he plays. Do you know Taylor Swift is in that movie? No, yeah, and Natalia Dyer. She's on Stranger Things. And what is she in that movie? And what's Taylor Swift in it? <gasps> I remember. It's when they do that big country music thing at the end and I think Taylor Swift sings a song and then she's like and welcome out my friend Hannah Montana and then Hannah's like I've got to tell you I'm really Miley Spo- oh. Uh, spo- oh my god I missed Stop giving out spoiler, spoiler alert. alert spoiler alert yeah, that movie's been out for about 15 years if you haven't watched it now you're probably never going to watch it oh anyway but whatever okay look so she so we've, we've all just said that Stephen's wrong yes um, and it's on the last song now we can get back to it I honestly thought okay well I, look I'm still shattered either way I'm mm-hmm. still shattered yeah it's upsetting it is upsetting, but we saw this coming. And it's also, I have to question the timing of this announcement um, because she, just a few months ago, she released her latest EP, which is a four-song mini-album titled She Is Coming, which yep. is epic. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to it, everyone, you must listen. Oh my God. It's fantastic. She did that one song with RuPaul. Didn't love it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Did not love that at did all. Did not love it, but have you heard the lyrics to it? Yeah. Can I read them to you right now? Yeah. All right. So I'm going to do a spoken word because okay. I, I heard RuPaul doing it spoken word and it is the funniest thing. Okay. So, <clears throat> you ready? Mm-hmm. Rise, shine. Clock says, pussy time. Bust my pussy nut while I'm fingering your butt. Do I suck dick? <laughs> uh, something like that. That is the lyrics. Where are bust you going? Bust my nut while I'm fingering your butt. Bust my nut while fingering your butt. Uh, 
We could do a whole episode of us just, just doing spoken, doing spoken word. word songs. Oh. <laughs> Another one from Miley. Don't fuck with my freedom. Um, how's the rest of it go? Don't fuck with my freedom. I don't know. Who's fucking with her freedom? It's oh, is that like to Trump because she hates him? Maybe. Um. Anyway, so they've, they've, so you so you think it's a publicity stunt? Well, I don't know if it's. I do believe they're getting divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, they've only been married for less than a year, but they definitely are getting divorced. But I think they were going to announce it a lot earlier. Um, and if you have a look at like little tidbits with them, I remember there was one thing at the at the Grammys where she started twerking. Automatically, he got really uncomfortable. And I think it was obvious that she wanted to go out and she wanted to be a party girl and she wanted to. She live wanted her to rip life. her pasties off and start twerking yeah. on people with their tongue out and do like hot girl summer. She's also started shaving her underarms as well. Have you noticed that? Good on her. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, um, it's not nice. different, unusual. It's not what he wants. Mm-hmm. She keeps obviously she keeps saying that things like um you know our marriage is unlike any other marriage. It's modern. It's progressive but doesn't explain what that is. Yeah. And I think that he just wants a wife. Yeah. So, girls, if you happen to be around the Byron Bay area, yeah, you know a fella who's single and wants a normal wife, unlike Miley Cyrus, yep. who also might may, may want a wife as well. She's been spotted in uh, – she's in – where is she? She's in Italy, Lake Como, with um, Caitlin, who's Brody Jenner's ex-wife. No. Yeah. They've been – so, okay, if you're Miley Cyrus and you just announced that you're getting divorced, Mm. You know the paparazzi are following you. She's making out with Caitlin, I forgot her surname, um, yeah, Brody Jenner's wife, on a boat. Which I think they're just friends and they're both going through a divorce and they're just Yeah, and they're just like, it's like when, when you're like, you're 16 and you think it's really cool to get exactly. to just p- pass your friends. I don't think she's ploughing her on a yacht <laughs> in front of <laughs> in front of a Mal Clooney on Lake Como. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. But I do, I have to question the timing mm-hmm. of this because now she's releasing her new album which was so her previous the little ep was called she's coming mm-hmm. and it was a little teaser for the album yep. the album's coming very very soon it's called she's here so i think that it's like a metamorphosis she was like a caterpillar while she was married to the hemsworth and now she's here she's a butterfly she's here you know i don't I mean? feel like that? being married to liam hemsworth is a stage i feel like that is not a, that's not that's not a yeah. stage you have to transition through that's your final destination doll true well and if, you're all gonna regret that yeah i know i reckon they'll get back together well, it has been on and off, on yeah. and off again, on again, off again. Until they're ends. divorced. True. They might get back together. They're just separated. Yeah. But they've always been very private in their life as well. And we never even saw like their house until, do you know it burnt down in the Malibu fires? No. Oh, yeah. 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 It was the first time we saw their house and it was all in rubble. But mm-hmm. look, if it is like for publicity, I think it's doing actually pretty well. Because yeah. Because they're both coming off pretty great for Oh, that being said, I didn't know about it, Stephen, until you told me. Yeah. Although I also didn't know about the terrorist attack. I don't know anything. So, although I do know that Aaron Sanderlands retired today. Who's Aaron Sanderlands? <laughs> Do um, he is a football player for um, Fremantle. Oh, and his baby what? like cried in the press conference. She stole the show. It was gorgeous. What does it say? Um, yeah, there was like a press conference, or maybe it was him. But the, he's had a little. He has a girl, maybe like a three month. I haven't old. seen the press conference. I just know. Do, and do you know the, when, the reason I thought about it was because that's who. Remember when Chris was telling his dating story, and he was like, "She was a lot taller than what I thought she was. She looked like a mini Aaron Sanderlands. Because <laughs> oh, Aaron right. Sanderlands is like well, now eight I get foot the joke. tall." No, yeah. a joke. But look, this whole Miley Cyrus fiasco got me thinking. Uh, do you know any other celebrity celebrity relationships that were purely together for um, publicity or promances, as I'm calling Sharon it? Sharon Trzlecki and Shane Warne. <laughs> that was for love. <laughs> that was for the love of cricket. 
and the flipper. Of, and the flipper and the baggy greens. <laughs> Do you remember when she, gets, when she gets Kim the hat? And she was like, what is this? And she goes, it's Shane Warne's baggy greens. Oh, it's someone's old hat. And she's like, put it on. And Kim, Kat's like, put it on, Kim. She goes, oh, oh no, it's nice. It's, nice. it's different. It's unusual. It's yeah, I know nice. it's nice. And she's got the baggy green to the side. Yes. Yes, it's nice. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I've got to stop bringing up Kath again. You do. Um, what I, real ones? What? Any real ones? Um, uh, Kim Kardashian and that, that, that basketball player. Chris. I actually forgot his name. Um, Chris, it was Chris, but I don't remember his last name. But no, absolutely. Although, Chris Jenner did say if this was a publicity stunt, it was a pretty bad publicity stunt. Because yeah. I don't think any of them got off of that being the bigger person or the best person. Yeah, it was very... It was pretty shit. It was pretty gross. What about you? What about you? Uh, Taylor Swift and literally everybody. Yeah, oh, she's the worst. I don't think she's ever been in an actual relationship. I don't think she has feelings. Absolutely not. When you're that famous, if you want to become be in a relationship and tell the paparazzi to go away, don't leave. Like, I hate to be bitchy, but don't leave the house. You have mansions and you have acres. Yeah. You don't need to go to the beach and make out with Harry Styles because you know someone's watching. Yeah, exactly. It's all for publicity. You could probably buy a beach and, like, build a house and put a beach inside it. Kristen Get a wave pool. Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson. Yeah, well, she's gay, isn't she? She is. So that's obviously, that had to be a publicity stunt. Yeah. Being in the movie together, what was it, Twilight? That's mm-hmm. the biggest, like, single, like, single mum movie, I think. Oh, I love Twilight. I've read the books twice. You've read the books twice? I am, I'm a, I am a single mum in the making, though. Good on you. Yeah. Yeah. Who else? Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens. Do you remember they were dating? Were they? This is, like, back. I think any time a co-star dates, it's probably for publicity. Exactly. Don't you know what? Don't date co-workers. I don't think it's a good idea. No. Absolutely. Don't not. shit where you eat. Absolutely. Don't shit where you eat. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes. I reckon that was totally publicity. No, what you idiot? They've got oh, a child please. together. Yeah, I know, but that's like she wanted no. a child. But he's jumping on the couch like I'm in love. Well, he's Oprah. in love. But you, you want to jump on the couch every time you look at Paul? You ain't getting on my couch. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Get your feet. I just watched your dog hurdle over that couch. Yeah, but that's Valentino. He can do whatever he likes. Pulls away, babe. It's just let loose. He runs the show. Well, there's broken silence by thunder crashing in the dark. Crash in the dark. And there's broken records spinning less circles in the bar. Now, as Stephen just sits here and pours yet another glass of champagne, I think it's probably time that we call it a night. I'm excited to do this episode because I'm getting drunker and drunker as it goes on. (laughs) And I don't remember what we started talking about because then it just moved on to Shane Warne and his baggy green. (laughs) Um, But thank you guys for listening to yet another episode of Opinionated again. Um, Also... Please like and subscribe and rate us five stars. Yes, absolutely. I have a, f- a good friend of the pod, Georgia. <laughs> um, she keeps going around and getting her friends' phones and she takes them and she likes and subscribes to our podcast. Thank you, Georgia. Thank what you, I Georgia. Do, Can suggestion... more people be like Georgia? Yeah, a suggestion that I will put out there. This mm-hmm. is coming from personal experience. When I listen to our pod, which is – this is the only podcast that I Yeah, I don't know to. any don't... others. Are there any other no, podcasts? No, we started – we invented podcasts. This is the podcast. Yeah. I listen to it on my phone, I listen to it on the television, and I listen to it on the computer all at the same time. It's a nice surround sound <laughs> in the house. Yeah. And also, it's like three people listening at the same yeah, time. Yeah, so listen to it on all your devices, but um, 
just steal your friends' phones because it saves us doing it. It's a little bit sadder if we have to do it. Exactly. So just be more like Georgia and like and subscribe. And, and if you want to become stars. a friend of the pod, mm-hmm. which who wouldn't, yep. jump on our Instagram, which is at the opinionated pod for hilarious memes and visual aspects to go with your podcast pleasure. Oh, I like that. Thank you. I just get. I should drink while we. Do you it should more drink often. more when we podcast. Yes. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, let's cheers.